Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. It finally decides to work. I am having a night. I hope you guys are having a great Friday night while I have this night that I'm having. Muddy Waters Media, technical issues abound. Uh, Go to hit the live button and all of my audio cuts out. Didn't think to check to make sure the mic was going to work beforehand. But we are here. We are live. And I am so incredibly excited for tonight's conversation tonight we're coming back at it again no guests just me we're gonna be talking a little bit about some uh trumped up partisan charges that are gonna go nuclear so yes we're gonna be talking about mar-a-lago we're gonna be talking about what's going down there near matt Wright and his neck of the woods his neck of the woods if if that's the neck of the woods it's really is like the abdomen, um, just because you know there there is some distance. We'll we'll keep we'll keep the 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 divides there. Welcome in everybody. As the as the intro goes, yes, I am Jason Lyon, Mister America, the Bearded Truth. Thank you guys so much for being here. Whether this is your first time or your thousandth time here on Muddy Waters Media, we appreciate each and every one of you guys coming in here, interacting, sharing the posts, uh, hitting those notification bells if you're on on. Uh, on the youtube world if you're on the facebook make sure you guys are putting us as your favorite so you can see all the memes as we drop them all the articles all of the the conversations and of course when we go live and of course when we share spike and matt's show three times a week two two times a week on the facebook wherever you're seeing this thank you guys so much this is a muddy waters media production which would not be the same unless we had technical issues leading into this thank you guys for bearing with me through that but but uh, today's show is going to rely a lot on uh, my opinions, my views, and my stances. So thank you to Matt Wright and Spike Cohen for continuing to give me a platform to talk to you guys about this stuff. Because on Monday, we have a new precedent. And that is that a former president can be raided by the FBI. 
And so, of course, both sides, if you're pro-Trump, if you're anti-Trump, you've come out and strongly in favor of one way or the other. And we, the libertarians, get to go, yeah, both sides are bullshit. Let's go ahead and work our way through this. Uh, before we dive in, of course, I got to give a big shout out and a thank you to Kelsey line designs. If you guys are looking to, uh, update, looking to grow, looking to build your business, start a new business. You guys are looking to, uh, expand your campaign, looking to build a brand, get some logos, uh, get some new business cards, whatever, however you need it. Kelsey line designs.com. She's going to hook you up. She's going to take care of you. Use the code muddied waters. I guarantee you, you won't regret that. Um, but yeah, so today's topic, we are talking a lot about Trump, talking a lot about classification of, of, of materials, whether that's top secret, national security, things of that nature. And we're going to be talking about some of the precedents um, surrounding that. So we have a new precedent. And of course, the people opposed to this precedent are the same people who wanted to create a new precedent of going after a former first lady and throwing her in jail, quoting, quoted as lock her up. So before we get through all the partisanship, we have to lay the groundwork for each and every one of you guys. Because if you guys were sitting there like I was trying to be and just plugging your ears and hoping that the week would go by without you um, having to pay attention to this, this garbage. I'm glad that you're here to get the, the, the real skinny of it all to get a deeper understanding of it so that when you see your crazy uncle, um, at the dinner table, you could just shut them down with some of the facts and statistics and some of the theory around it. Um, and when your crazy aunt, who's just a, a radical anti-Trumper, when she sits down at the table, you can also shut her the hell up as well. Um, because that's what libertarians are good for. Shutting people up, making them upset because they don't have the arguments against us. Today, I promise you, you're going to get some good insights, some good views on this. Do I want to defund the FBI? For other reasons, yes. <laughs> the question is, is, do I want to defund the FBI? Do I think that the FBI has ever lived up to its intentions? No. Is the FBI a good entity that should be loved and adored? No. Um, but I've I've said this before, uh, before they went after, quote unquote, went after Trump um, and everything else. But we could talk about the FBI another day as an entity in its own um we got a lot to go through tonight this is going to be the one and only um conversation we're going to be having here going on scott noble um but today it is an interesting thing we have already seen the narrative surrounding this conversation from monday to today being friday um, we've seen the narrative around this change drastically over those times. Looking at it from Monday's perspective, everyone was woken up, um, depending on what time you wake up, or you know, moseying about your day, and then you heard that President Trump's Mar-a-Lago um, residence had been raided by the FBI, and suddenly the most draconian narrative was being painted by those on the right. The FBI, without any reason, without any justification, without any thought, was was just going in and, and pillaging and destroying um, everything in the in, in the residence, and there was no nothing of uh, not a, a scintilla of evidence or or narrative that they could be going off of. Um, Trump is clearly just an innocent man, and they're just doing this nothing but in order to prevent him from running in 2024. Since then, um, I think even just today, 
we've had three narrative changes from the president trump former president trump himself on true social where uh the information that they were collecting was first staged it was put there you know um if if i could utilize dave Chappelle in one of his skits of you know going into a family's home and sprinkling some crack on him johnson that's kind of the the narrative he was saying this is the stuff that was taken was this stuff was all put there by the fbi so they they planted it and then took it out then it was well they're all declassified so we'll we'll dive into that so we've had this big long narrative change um but i think the most important thing here is to understand the roles within this the president of the united states has this weird position this weird position where they have unilateral control over the classification of materials. So whether something is classified as top secret, etc., um, which means that they can also declassify. So in the past, what we have seen is when documents are declassified is that usually their markings of, hey, this is top secret or, hey, this is secret or this is no foreign or, or classified, what have you. Um, those things get struck out. And there's some other paperwork out there, but just to be able to give that paper trip. The documents to the to everyone's knowledge, to anyone's knowledge there that was collected, none of these documents have been had their classification uh, struck. So the president of the United States does have the power as a sitting president. Um, well, here, here's a quote to, to clearly define this. As the chief of state, the president doesn't need a security clearance because the president is the underlying authority from which clearance flows in the first place. Conversely, that authority rests with the office rather than the office holder. So former presidents do not retain it once they have left the office. So the accusation, the search warrant that allowed for the FBI to go into Mar-a-Lago was to collect information that they believed was classified information and it was based on three crimes. I'm so proud of my beard. I my show after it. <laughs> oh, I love Muddy Waters. Um, <laughs> if you, I don't even know if there's a like button on on like that comment if you guys can. Um, the so the search warrant there in Mar-a-Lago was justified under three crimes, which was being accused around this no person was named but the uh the evidence through this uh search warrant was to look for violations of the espionage act obstruction and destruction of federal documents those are three important things to look at we'll we'll dive into what those mean and everything else um but these documents that they were trying to retrieve through the search warrant there in mar-a-lago were in order to find evidence for this so a lot of things were taken out to everyone's knowledge, these documents still have those classifications, so they weren't, through any process, actually declassified. This is the first big point of contention that we're going to see in the legal world, and everybody has their own opinion. And I think at the end of the day, because there's there's this power that's enumerated, but not a process enumerated for it, it's going to be really difficult to see how we grapple um, with this idea. 
But notice that none of those, none of those are actually a violation of of mishandling of of classified uh, materials, which was one of the the, the narratives from Monday um, that was that was put put out. Um, if it was that whole different conversation there, and I'm I'm open for that conversation still. We may dive into that later on in the show. Um, <laughs> I'm still laughing about that YouTube comment. <laughs> but with this so fbi comes in no problems they um they request that the the staff and the people there at the residence of the mar-a-lago to turn off the cameras apparently they did not so there is um a record of the fbi coming in and performing these there was no nobody performed any resistance nothing um everything was kind of transparent in the way that it was functioning of course the question of why would you need the cameras to be shut down it, it's one of those things um, that we see law enforcement work in weird and mysterious ways. But um, so they collect this information. Since then, um, there's been large amount of calls coming from Trump and from from people surrounding Trump to say that, you know, they don't need to provide anything, that everything needs to be provided by the government. And I agree with those terms. I agree with that narrative that, you know. I'm the one being accused or my residence is being accused or I'm, I'm being accused of having my residents hold things that are against me. They need to, to come out and provide, you know, the search warrant. They need to provide this because, yes, Trump and his lawyers were uh, given the search warrant, um, but it's not incumbent upon them to release those. And so uh, the attorney general, Merrick Garland, did come out and um, a federal judge just released those. Sorry, not a federal judge, a, a South a South Florida judge um, did release those documents. Uh, a magistrate judge um, did release those documents. Um, so those are now made public. Very, very, very vague um, when it comes to how the the search warrant was laid out. But if I can go through and, and knock out a couple of important things in here. Um, so it was given 14 days. It was signed on August 5th which means I had to be performed by August 19th. So they made that criteria between 6 a.m. and 10 p.m. So they made that criteria. So this wasn't like a Breonna Taylor no-knock raid where they could go at 1240 in the morning. No, this had to be during the day. It wasn't a serious concern. I'm glad that they didn't find documents like this to be of serious concern. Um, But the premise to be searched, they described the address, um, and then it's described as a resort, a club, and a residence located near the intersection. Um, is it described as a mansion? This is really, it was mind blowing to me because I live in a small place. I, I, I assume a lot of you do as well, but it is described as a mansion with approximately 58 bedrooms and 33 bathrooms. I love it. Uh, the location to be searched uh, include the 45 office, all storage rooms, and other rooms of the areas where premises used or available by the former president of the United States and his staff in which boxes or documents could be stored, including all structures or buildings on the estate. It does not include areas currently resided by third parties or others, um, etc. Um, and so also with this, all physical documents and records constituting evidence, contraband fruits of crimes or other items illegally possessed in violation of uh, 18 U.S. Code 70 or 793, 2071, and 1519, including the following, 
any physical documents with classification markings along with containers and boxes, including other contents, in which such documents are located as well as other containers that are collectively stored or found together with the aforementioned documents and containers or boxes. Information including communications in any form regarding the retrieval, storage, or transmission of national defense information or classified material. National defense, that one is the one that we're going to talk about a little bit here in a little bit. Or we're going to talk a little bit more about it in a, in a, in a few. Um, any government and or presidential records created between January 2017 and or January 2021. So the entire time in which president was in office. Um, any evidence of the knowing alteration, destruction, or concealment of any government and or presidential records or of any documents with classification markings. So they are just grabbing anything and everything. And this has set up a a line of defense that we know partisans to use. The Republicrats love to use this line of, of reasoning, right? When you get accused of something, you go, but what about the other side? And we saw this with President Trump. Today, if you guys go on tro- uh, True Social, don't worry, I'm not going to judge you for going on there. I had to go on there to look this up. But if you are a frequent flyer of there, you know that this is Trump, Trump country of the social media world. Well, on there, Trump came out and he had a couple tweets today, um, including... Including... There we go. Uh, number one, it was all declassified. Number two, they didn't need to seize anything. They could have had it anytime they wanted without playing politics and breaking into the Mar-a-Lago. It was a secured storage with an additional lock put on per their request, and they could have had it anytime they wanted. And that includes long ago. All they had to do was ask. I'm sorry, I don't have. I don't have Matt Wright's uh, Trump voice to 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 put on display for you guys. Uh, this was uh, Truth Social. The bigger problem is, what are they going to do with the 33 million pages of documents, many of which are classified, that President Obama took to Chicago? He's, of course, referencing the uh, Obama library um, that is being, I believe it's finished, um, but that is going to have a lot of documents in it. And also President Obama, President Bush, a lot of former presidents do maintain some of these records, some of these things. And so is that fourth um, that fourth portion of the objects to be um, to be retrieved through the search warrant of any evidence, or sorry, the third one, any government and or presidential records created between January 2017 and January 2021. This is where that whataboutism really gets to come into play. Um, I don't think it's a good defense. I don't think it's a good case because... I'm one that I I think that bad actions are bad. And yes, let's go after as many people as we can, but it's not good enough to say, well, these other people did it. So you have to go after them too. You can't go after me. Um, We can dive more into this. If this was a matter of just having documents of just having classified information, I think that this would be a giant nothing burger. But I think that there is, Oh God, you guys are going to hate me for this. There is from the Washington Times, New York Times, sorry, from the New York Times, they had a post that was talking about this is actually about declassified materials over national security, specifically over nuclear weapons. 
this does change things up a little bit. Um, I don't know. This is this is one of those difficult things where it's it's incredibly difficult to grapple with the idea of something as important as something that they lose frequently, which is nuclear weapons. But actually, the information surrounding those. Um, many people are saying that they don't have unilateral power to declassify such information as the nuclear weapons, but without it being codified, without it being enumerated, it really gets into a weird circumstance. Do I think that Trump would sell it off to, say, Russia or to Kim Jong-un or to some other entity? I don't think that it would, but I think that this is where kind of you have to have that gut check. You have to go, ah... Even if I like Trump, even if I see Trump in a positive light and I think that he's well-intentioned, do I think that it's good for him to be able to release information around nuclear weapons? I don't really think that that's a good answer, but I know that if it was something somebody I saw in the absolute worst perspective, it's not something I would want them to have, right? Having that litmus test, having that check of... Is this what I would want my worst enemy to be equipped with? It's a pretty clear thing for me that it's like, yeah, I don't I don't really see that being valuable. Um question was was does this mean that Trump could have still launched nuclear weapons after he was president? I believe that when it comes to the football, they change the uh the codes on a on a fairly frequent basis. And so there there isn't um it's not that he would be able to launch those things, but there is information surrounding those that can be given out. Um, you know, from my military past, even knowing, so I was on submarines and so we had the capability like many, all submarines, we had the capability of having nuclear warheads on board. And it is so incredibly illegal for any of us to, even try to measure any of the the warheads that we have on board because some of them are not going to be they're going to be regular ballistics and some of them will be nuclear uh nuclear armed um it's it's illegal for us to go and take a geiger mueller um reader and and put it up there to see if we're getting some 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 radiation coming off of those so just being able to have any information like that could you know could put could pose a risk or those kinds of things. Um, <coughs> so, so there's a, there's a, a safeguard around nuclear armaments and there's of course a safeguard around nuclear stuff in general. Um, there's plenty of stuff that I still recall from back then, but these are classified and that hasn't been declassified by president Trump nor any other. So I'm not going to dive into those. Um, but back to the, back to the train of thought. So it, it's going to be, it, it's one of those things of looking at it. Do we just say that he has unilateral power, unilateral control, just every bit of he can do what he wants to do because at the time of when this was created um, or when this, when these documents were, were procured, um, he was president. And so now he can declassify them while being president. And so even if it's nuclear weapons, that is getting into iffy territories there. 
Now, there's another perspective with all of this that is really coming under siege. And this is where you've got a lot of people partisan on this. And I haven't, I don't like the way that this is structured because this, this is really, we are putting so much trust into our presidents. And I don't think that people have realized this. So when it comes to the declassifying and classifying process, every entity with the exception of the president has a process they have to go through in order to do these things. And even historically, the presidents have had a process that they've gone through where those documents are, are marked up and, and declassified and they'll have a stamp on it. And it says what day they were declassified. And, you know, they'll have like some kind of a paper trail to where people aren't, aren't questioning if it's been declassified. That's been kind of a, 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 a tip of the hat to tradition. There's nothing there that codifies that. And so it brings up a couple hypotheticals, probably not hypotheticals. I just wasn't able to find any of them wherein a president could declassify something. So let's say that president Trump did declassify these. And it was, it was during the time of him being president of, of having those powers and he had those in his Mar-a-Lago residence for whatever reason. But somebody else had that same document. Now, it is technically, because it was through the proper channels and everything else, declassified. This other individual, let's say I found this document, and I was found guilty of holding classified information that I'm not supposed to have. There's nothing there protecting me. Because there was no paper trail. But there cannot be a forced paper trail unless the president themselves creates something that forces a process to happen going forward. So this may be something where Joe Biden comes out and, and safeguards the future of, of declassifying information doubtful. Um, but it can't fall to Congress and it can't fall to the judicial courts either. And it has to remain with the president. It has to remain within article, uh, Article 2 of the Constitution, because that's where it is called out. So when it is a, a constitutional thing and it is afforded to only one branch, it is not afforded to the others to make sure that they're doing it the way that they want them to do it. They have no control. So it falls to just merely the office of the president. It can't fall below because it's given to the top. So there's only one seat in the entire country that can can enumerate a process it's going to be really difficult to see somebody come forward and set a process where they're going to limit themselves in the future imagine that government limiting government yeah that's not gonna that's not a thing let's just just trust the eighty-seven thousand new irs agents uh they're gonna do a good job um <clears throat> so we've got so much on this that i'm we don't oh. Mm. This whole conversation is so convoluted because of all the partisanship, because of people who worked with Trump are saying like, this is what Trump did. This is how Trump works. This is how, you know, this is Eric Trump coming out there. And if he was better at looking at what he said, he would have his own foot in his mouth. Um, well armed. Yes. Well armed. 87,000. IRS agents, but Eric Trump came out and, and 
there's a lot of people that are putting out really bad faith things. There's a lot of people that are just coming out there just throwing out blanketed defenses and, and uh, just kind of ignorant of, of the whole topic and don't want to look at it. They want to just they want to find their goal and they want to work towards that goal. And Eric Trump said something um, in order to try to do a slam dunk on uh, President Biden, which I have no problem dunking on Biden. Let's be honest. It's kind of easy. It's kind of fun. Um, you know, just ask Biden for one term. That would describe America. Um, it's fantastic. If you haven't seen that, go 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 Google that one. Um, but Eric Trump trying to dunk on Biden, sitting there on Fox News, says, I know the White House as well as anyone. That's right. The son of a former president, of a one-term president, who was impeached twice, who... Consistently called to use the DOJ as a political means or against his political enemies. He says, I know the White House as well as anyone. I know the system. This did not happen without Joe Biden's explicit approval when discussing around this raid on Monday night. I think looking at it from that perspective of... Joe Biden probably should have been involved on this raid. Um, if I was Joe Biden, I wouldn't, I would want to do what every other president has done and distance myself from this. We've already seen where the, the press secretary has already distanced herself from this because even if this was an entirely benevolent raid of nothing, but just trying to clean out things without a, a, without the idea of it being partisan in any way, of being political opponents in any way, etc. It's not something that you would want to be engaged with at all. So Joe Biden wouldn't want to be a part of this. But Eric Trump is saying that he knows from experience, from his one term in office, or from his father's one term in office, that any raid... Well, I mean, we can ex- we can expand it out to say any raid by the FBI is done with the president's approval, which whew, he may be the, the commander in chief, but that's that's really micromanaging at best. Or just merely the big giant raids where we've seen calls for the DOJ to step in where we've seen where, uh, you know, Trump has gone after James Comey, uh, during his time in office, um, for not doing things, you know, apparently there's president's got a lot more sway than what they arguably should. So, um, I was checking up on the comments again, but, So this whole thing is blowing up right now. And and at the end of the day, there's a couple narratives that have to be looked at. There's going to be a couple fights on a sitting president has unilateral power. And it's because they're the president, not because they're a former president. So once they leave, they are no longer that God over, over the declassifying and classifying information. So once they're out... Now you have just your random Joe Schmo that may have some some classified information still as depicted by previous presidents. 
what of it was declassified? What of it do we have records of it being de declassified? How does that go about? Well, that's something that we're going to have to have these discussions on. If we want a better government, these are discussions that are going to need to be had with the president of the United States and a, a change is necessary. But if we look to what is his name? I don't have his name right there. Sorry, I wrote my notes. And if you guys know anybody who just spastic and all over the place. Uh, Kash Patel. Kash Patel, a Pentecost. If you know anybody who is just all over the place, you'll know like my notes are also all over the place. Um, Kash Patel, a Pentagon chief of staff during the Trump administration. He was, when discussing this very raid, was discussing this very information. He had a lot to say on this. He's been on Breitbart. He's been on Fox News. He's been on mostly the right-wing networks, right? The, the right side of the aisle because he's speaking in favor. And so, of course, he wouldn't be accepted on the left wing. He's on the right-wing side of things. Um, but he told Breitbart News in May that the documents previously recorded or recovered in Mar-a-Lago had been declassified by Trump but their markings were not updated. Trump declassified whole sets of materials in anticipation of leaving government that he thought the American public should have the right to read themselves. It's information that Trump felt spoke to matters regarding everything from Russiagate to the Ukrainian impeachment fiasco to major national security matters of great public importance. Anything that the president felt the American people had a right to know is in there and more, Patel said, adding that he was with Trump he was with Trump when the then president said, we are declassifying this information. Patel, who declined to comment on the documents this week, told Breitbart that the White House counsel failed to generate the paperwork to change the classification markings, but that doesn't mean the information wasn't declassified. So Patel is already putting himself into this thing saying, look, we can't have any kind of standards. We can't have any process. Um, Trump's just okay with this. And Joe Hanush is asking the right questions. Didn't Trump once say he would release the USO, UFO information? We didn't need to know that. We need to know the Russiagate stuff, right? We, we got to focus on the important stuff here. But we're going to see, like I said, we're going to see this battle. And arguably nothing is going to come of it. It's going to be like the discussion of qualified immunity. Where we're going to keep having to keep fighting people to have these conversations of... Let's hold people accountable. It's going to be conversations like around civil asset forfeiture where we're going to be like, let's stop letting the state steal from people. It's one of those things that we, the people see like, Hey, there's an actual problem here. You guys could easily be a part of the solution by stop doing bad things and do more gooder things. Yes. More gooder. And it's just going to fall on deaf ears. So it's, uh, mm. Mm. so it's really interesting because, you know, that, that last part of, from Patel of these things were not marked as unclassified, but they were declassified. I I don't understand how it, it puts it into a scenario where things are incredibly arbitrary. And I'm not saying that the government makes sense. I'm not saying, um, Yes, I agree with who just texted me. Um, I lost my train of thought because of you texting me, but I love you. Um, 
Oh, but it, it, it's incredibly arbitrary. And yes, the government is arbitrary, of course. But the idea that if you don't have to declassify things and markings, but you can just declassify them without a paper trail, so many things are going to fall through the cracks. And it, it, it really just shows to the level of what government doesn't matter. These classifications don't matter at the end of the day because it, they could all be declassified. But you could just say, no, he said this was declassified, and so it's declassified. If that's the level of, of expertise that we need, if that's the level of professionalism, if that's the level of a process that we need, just literally anytime anyone is, is found guilty of, of holding confidential material, no, this one was declassified. When? Yes. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. I I figured as much, and that's why I wasn't gonna I wasn't gonna gonna read it out loud. Sub so winning TV. So it's so. Oh, oh I found those notes again. Um, it's 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 such a frustrating situation to watch. And I understand, I, I empathize with you all. And when we see our friends and our families and our, our, our the news just arguing over this, they aren't talking about how to make this better. They're arguing, should President Trump be allowed to run for president again um, in 2024? Because that is one of those charges. The destruction of federal documents. If found guilty, this is arguably the politically aimed one. The maximum or the minimum punishment is or maximum punishment is three years and the penalty includes disqualification of future office. Now, another stupid constitutional argument. Does that mean president of the United States? Because it doesn't specify it. The Constitution says what your qualifications have to be and it doesn't say that you could be found guilty of this thing that was created hundreds of years later. Um, but this is, this is the angle that people are taking. So we're going to see the argument and the fighting over. Can a president posthumously declassify information? Does there need to be a process for declassifying information? How can you tell when something was declassified, if there was not a process for declassifying and if found guilty of, Destruction of federal documents, which I don't know the basis for that on this. I haven't seen more than just the what was what was uh, unsealed. Does this mean that the president of the United States, the former president of the United States, cannot run again? Whew. Whew. So, I... This is... This is one of those circumstances that I it piqued my interest for the reasons why it doesn't pique anybody else's interest. Because I love these constitutional debates. I love these 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 structures, these power structures, the, the struggles between how the government's gonna function and, and move forward. And honestly, if you guys if we're gonna look at the political aims, for me, it looks at hey, are these people actually looking to make our lives better or are they just just trying to give themselves cover. And I think at the end of the day, what they're going to do, especially if we see 
President Biden not taking action and make an executive order to set a process forward. They're just looking to be able to go after each other. That's at the end of the day, government is there as an entity to go after individuals and to go after groups and to go after organizations. It's not there for our interest. It's there just to be able to, to insider trade legally. Nancy Pelosi uh, It's there so that they can steal your labor, steal your profits, steal from you and your family, steal food off of your tables and then pat themselves on the back for the good job that they did. Because after they took all of your jobs, now people are responding and they're getting more jobs back. And they're like, look at what a great job we did. Whoo. This is government. So for me, this is, this is why it piqued my interest. And if you, if you got that Trump, Trump uncle, you got that, that, uh, that, that progressive left aunt. they're in it for their teams. I'm in it because I hate government. Honestly, I hate the inefficiency. I hate the ineffectiveness. I hate the way that these processes go, but I'm intrigued by them. And so that's why I wanted to bring it to you guys today. So I, I, I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. I want to know your thoughts. Where do you guys line up on this? Do you guys, am I way off base with this? Do you think that I I was making sense with this all? Does the timeline ever make sense when it comes from me? But what can, what do you think is the best path forward on this? Do we just, what's your take? What's your answer? Feel free to drop those in the comments below. If you guys are listening to this later on the podcast, feel free to, to shoot us a line. Um, you know, you can send it to muddywatersfreedom at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Float, Odyssey, you can find us anywhere, everywhere. And of course, you can find us on muddywatersoffreedom.com or muddywatersmedia.com. Go ahead and head on over there. You can find this episode and every other episode. I love you guys all. I appreciate you guys all. And make sure that you guys give us that five-star uh, rating, whatever you guys want to give us, plus five. So make sure you're giving us five at least. Um, and give us your opinion, absolutely, um, as said by Muddy Waters Media. So I love you guys. I appreciate you guys all. I I kept it short tonight. Just the one topic. I love you all. I'll see you guys next week. Make sure you guys are tuning in. And I didn't get this plug, so forgive me. But you guys, I got to head on over to anchor.fm slash muddywater slash subscribe so you guys can catch all three episodes of Matt and Spike each and every week because you want that sacred third episode. I promise you it's worth it. I get to check it out for free because eh, privilege. But for you, but for you, I will let you check out one episode for the low, low price of $10 a month, and then I'll give you the rest of them free. So just sign up today, anchor.fm slash muddied waters slash subscribe. Get a part of it. Lean into the group. Lean into the muddied waters of freedom. Help us out. Love you all. I appreciate you all. I'll see you guys next week. Take care. Be well. Keep fighting the good fight. I'll see you guys soon.